Welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women who want to live their best life wherever they may be. If you want to hear real stories about people living life their way, and you want to learn about having more peace of mind and confidence, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you'll enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a life coach and a podcasting consultant. Yes, that's right. If you are listening on Monday, the 14th of December, 2020, my new offer pod launch with Jane is now live. So this year, more and more people have been coming to me and asking for help with their own podcast. So I've been working behind the scenes with people like the wonderful Sarah Furia to bring her legend series to you in podcast form and also Jennifer Shinkai who has just launched her new show Ikigai with Jennifer Shinkai. So make sure you subscribe to those um, podcasts. If you like this podcast, I'm sure you'll love those, especially they are very powerful, wonderful women who also live in Japan doing things their way and yeah, they're going to be sharing some really, really good stories on their uh, shows as well. So I finally made it easier for you to work with me. And it's not a big secret anymore. <laughs> so you can go to my website, which is janenakata.com slash podcast consulting, and you can read all about it. So that's gone live from today. You will see there's some introductory pricing until February 28th 2021 so make sure if you're thinking about it let's get on into it now rather than later and yeah get that podcast off the would be nice list to do for you know your to-do list for 2021 and don't worry we do not start work until January so I won't be making you work over Christmas because I certainly will be busy <laughs> being in quarantine and that is not really a great time to be doing these kinds of things so yes make sure you pop over and have a look at that i'm very proud of myself for getting that happening even though we are moving overseas so moving on to today's episode and i'd like to just say welcome to the final uh, episode for 2020 so this is the last episode i'm going to be recording uh, from sweden uh, as next well, we've got one more week here and then it's time to move back to japan so I thought I would make an effort and record the last episode um, before we get moving. And what I'm actually going to be doing for um, each week from now on is releasing an, an episode that we've already had, which I think was really, really good and that you could get some, you know, something from. And perhaps you haven't seen it yet because it's down at the bottom of the list of the podcasts. We're up to 80 something podcasts now. So um, some of the earlier episodes you may not have heard, or maybe you have heard them, but you know, it's, we don't always remember what we've heard either. So it's good to go back and listen again, and I'll be doing an, uh, some intros for those episodes. So it won't be completely just, yeah, rehashing old episodes or anything like that. But I really wanted to give you something to listen to over uh, the holidays because, you know, this is potentially a Christmas like no other that we've had before. Perhaps you're at home instead of traveling and perhaps you've got a little bit more time on your hands. And I know that more people are listening to podcasts 
um, more than ever before now because they have so much more time in their homes. Podcasting is, yeah, really growing in that respect. And it's, yeah, it's really important to, you know, listen to your favorite shows so that they can keep going and keep their numbers up and that sort of thing, even over the Christmas holidays. So that's what I've decided to do this year. So keep a lookout for that. And I'm a little bit um, excited as I'm trying to, well, not trying to, I want to um, ask Mr. Nakata, who was in one of the episodes earlier, to come back on the podcast and do a little um, intro with uh, when we replay his episode in uh, coming up in January. So keep your eyes open for that episode. I'm hoping to <laughs> get him to come on too. Let's see how we get on with that. So yes, anyway, 2020. What a year, huh? <laughs> I was thinking this morning that just, you know, the number 2020. To me, it looks like a very auspicious number, but it potentially hasn't been. When it hasn't been one of those years. Um, you know, the Tokyo Olympics was postponed, like, you know, that is pretty, a pretty big deal, right? It should have been a year that was outright amazing. But for a lot of us was probably one of the most challenging and confronting years we've ever experienced collectively. So across the world at the hop, at the same time, people were experiencing this um, new way of life, this pandemic. So we went from our normal way of life, which for me included, you know, traveling places I wanted to go, seeing people I wanted to see, and to staying home and almost everything going online. You know, school went online for many, for many of us. Um, my, you know, my husband was working full-time from home instead of going to the office. I've already been working online for the last 10 years. That didn't really change much for me, but uh, for a lot of people, yeah, everything went online. I've just actually been watching a Christmas concert um, that would normally be held live in a church with an audience. And it's just been held um, online now. And we were, it was actually really nice to be able to watch that because the chances are if it was going to be held in the normal way, we wouldn't have had a chance to go and see it. There'd just be too many people and you wouldn't get a seat. Um, you have to buy tickets for these things, yeah. So now we can, um, yeah, we can do things that perhaps we wouldn't have done, such as seeing that Christmas Lucia concert, which is a big thing here in Sweden. Um, but yeah, other things we can't do, like traveling and seeing family and things that we wanted to do. But I think uh, something that we've all seen in 2020 is that many of us, yeah, have seen that the impossible is now possible. And I've, you know, I've always, not always, but, uh, you know, in recent years, this has been one of my mantras, you know, anything is possible. But yeah, more and more people are saying, well, the impossible is now possible, isn't it? So, and even some of my um, coaching clients this year have had those most amazing sort of um, changes to their lives and made huge steps towards their dream life that wouldn't have been possible without this pandemic. So for example, one of them wanted to keep working at her company where she works, which she really loves, but she wanted to work from, you know, her hometown, which wasn't where her company was. And now that, um, you know, she doesn't have to be in the office, she could, she can be in her hometown if she wants to be, or she can be where she, you know, in her apartment, near her office you know it's it's up to her so that is a huge chunk of her creating her 
dream life. And that was helped by this pandemic. So yeah, suddenly we're not tied to commuting to an office anymore. What does that mean for where you live and how you live? Now that we're in December, I'm, I'm also hearing more and more thanks to COVID stories and or thanks to COVID this amazing thing happened stories. And maybe you have one too, I'm not sure. But one I heard the other day actually was, it was really a move, very moving story. Uh, someone I know who received a handmade gift from her mother and she'd actually asked her mother to make this this item for her when she was 11 years old and so I'm not sure exactly how old she is now but you know let's just say it's at least 15 years <laughs> since she asked her mother to make this thing and but it took for um you know the this pandemic to come along to give her mother the extra time to be actually able to actually finish this project and she just received this gift in the mail which was you know just made with love and in time for Christmas and yeah it was just a beautiful thing to come out of you know such a, um, a frustrating thing that we've been experiencing this year so yeah I'm hearing more and more of those thanks to to COVID stories you know it's it's such a I don't know if the word is dichotomy or or you know what it is that it's so there's, you know, some really amazing things that happen and some really, really frustrating, horrible, poopy things that have happened as well, you know. Um, in my family, for example, <laughs> we've had a, thanks to Corona, a lot of frustrating things have happened. So if you've been listening this year, you will know that in March, we were sent to, from Sweden to Japan for two months. It turned out to be two months. It could have been longer because of corona, but the coronavirus. And then finally, we got back to Sweden in June. And then we were so happy to have spent the summer here and be able to have that time at the best season of the year in Sweden, I have to say. Um, but then my kids went back to school and in late September, they'd been at school for like a month. <laughs> and we were told we would probably be sent back to Japan again soon, but for good. And it was probably gonna be October. We were really shocked and horrified, you know, like come on, that's a month away. <laughs> you expect us to move countries in a month. And not that it can't be done, but we don't want to do that. Yeah. So we negotiated for December and here we are packing up now just before Christmas to head back to Japan. Yeah, it's only been a year since we arrived here in Sweden. We love our life here. We've come to love living in Sweden, uh, love living in Sweden in a very short amount of time. But I, I was thinking, well, how can I change this to a thanks to corona this is a good thing story what could i if i look at it differently what could i find yeah because it's yeah of course it's it's crap that we have to leave we'd love to stay longer but if i focus on that that is not really going to help me is it i mean yeah okay i get to feel indignant and angry and and that's also you're allowed to have that but it in the long term, I have to find something else that I'm going to choose to think about instead. So I decided that I would go with, thanks to COVID, I get to leave Sweden while I'm still in love with this country. And that really helped me because, you know, it's really nice to be able to leave a place when you still love it rather than leave it hating it. Um, for whatever reason, perhaps you've 
become disheartened with certain things or you know it's not as convenient as you would expect from your own country etc whatever it is yeah you could easily find a list of things to not like <laughs> so i'm choosing to have this thought that is i get to leave sweden while i'm still in love with the place and i can always come back on my own terms so yeah it didn't it took a wee while for me to get to that point i have to say it was not something i came to easily there was a lot of frustration and anger about having to leave and you know us having things taken away um, my kids having to leave the school they love and some of it was just stories that I'd created as well. Uh, for example, my kids are going to be so devastated that they have to leave. And they were upset, but they certainly got past it a lot quicker than I did. So, you know, some of the, the stories I was telling myself about having to leave were not actually true. Yeah, they were actually just stories. But, you know, my, my feelings about having to leave were true. So it is important to give yourself a chance to actually feel those feelings instead of ignore them and go straight to the, oh, well, this is the silver lining. You gotta, you gotta give yourself time, right? Anyway, so I will be back to Sweden. I didn't even get a chance to visit Norway or Denmark, which are like just two hours away <laughs> because, you know, we were only here a few months and then all the borders closed around us and we couldn't go anywhere except Japan. So yeah, I'd love to come back and explore more here. Now that I know how things work here, I'm really interested to come back and see the aurora or visit the fjords, etc. And when the weather is good, yeah, in summer, it's just beautiful here in summer. Even if it's cold, it's still lovely, I feel. And, you know, it's very dark here in Sweden at the moment. This morning at eight o'clock, we were having our breakfast and looking outside and it was pitch black. And it wasn't looking like getting light any anytime soon. And we're not even at the darkest part of the year yet. It's another week or so away till we get to the very, the darkest day of, or the longest, darkest day of the year or something. So for um, people in this part of the world, being able to escape to somewhere sunny at Christmas is, you know, just even just for a week, it really helps them to get through to the end of the long winter. Um, but this year, you know, going to sunny, warm places like Spain, not really an option. I know last year at Christmas, we, we were like, oh, okay, next Christmas, we're definitely going to Egypt because of, um, you know, Sharm el-Sheikh or those kind of resort areas are a really popular place to go because it's, it's really lovely weather there and it's quite reasonable, not that far, etc. Um, so we were like, yeah, we're going to go to Egypt next year. <laughs> not. So yeah, that's not happening. We'll be going to Japan instead. But at least they have more sunshine there in the longer daylight hours. So <laughs> it's something to look forward to. Yeah, so as we come to the end of the year, I'd like you to just, you know, take a, a moment and reflect on your year. And I'd encourage you to go back and find anything you may have written at the start of the year and see where you were back then. You know, it's almost an eternity ago, isn't it? What, like back in January or December last year. And, you know, look at what you wrote. If you've been keeping track of your, your thoughts or your goals, all that sort of thing, it's a really good thing to do because you can go back and see how much you've grown, how much more you know, even just after a year. You can see, especially your growth. You'll look back at 
December last year and go, God, what a tiny little goal that was. And I thought it was so big and difficult. If you don't have anything to look at, why not start this year? Write it all down. Because yeah, even in a year's time, you'll go back and go and look and probably go, oh God, we were so worried about X, Y, Z a year ago. And look what's happened now. Completely different place or something. Yeah, we, we just cannot imagine. Go and check those, anything you've written down last year. And look and see who, who you were and what beliefs you had at that time. Because those are the things that created what you wrote, your beliefs, who you were as a person a year ago. And now we're in a very different reality. And our challenge in 2021 is going to be to create goals or things you'd like to do for the year and beyond, but not let the coronavirus, this pandemic, limit you more than it than it should so of course there are some very real limitations borders are closed you can't go certain places you just you just can't those are those are very real you know in some places you're not supposed to leave your home except for get, um, getting shopping food and things those are very real limitations but it does i encourage you to be careful where you let the COVID virus limit you in places where it's not actually necessary, where it's actually becoming an excuse not to do things. In fact, completely possible and safe to do. So yeah, keep that in mind as you, as you dream about what it might be like over the next year or the next three or four years. You would, if you do your um, next year planning at this time of year, just keep that in mind as you do it. So I went back and had a look at some of the things I wrote in December 2019. So I was very lucky to be able to take part in Joe Bendel's planning workshop. And she usually does this every year. I'm not sure if it's happening this year. You have to pop over to at Joe Bendel on Instagram and have a look and see what she's up to. But if you're in the European time zone, especially and she's having her end of year planning workshop, definitely sign up to join that. Even if you have no idea what you might like to do next year, her process will really help you. Yeah, some of the things I wrote down at uh, that workshop that I did, that was online as well, <laughs> was, um, let's see, writing a book. Yeah, I was going to write a book. I was going to get it written and like published and everything. And that didn't happen. Yeah, because two months later, I was a nomad. Yeah, we were, <laughs> I had no internet for weeks and all this sort of stuff. And actually, I'm kind of glad that I didn't write the book then. Yeah, I think I could write a better, more appropriate book now after the experiences I've had over the last year. So, you know, that didn't happen for a reason, I feel, not just because I avoided it, which, you know, partly I did avoid it. But yeah, I think I could definitely do a better job of writing a book now. So that that one I'm, you know, I'm okay with. Then the other one I wrote was traveling to loads of places. Okay, well, that wasn't going to happen. But we didn't know that back in December. It was still completely normal as we know it then. And the only traveling that actually happened this year for us was to go to Japan and back again to Sweden and around our own region here in Sweden. Because, you know, all the countries around us were basically not welcoming us. So that was a shame considering, you know, it's not far to Norway, it's not far to Denmark, etc. but we didn't get a chance to go there. 
Um, I completely forgot my initial word of the year, which I chose as leadership. At that time, I chose it as leadership, but then I decided to change it to self-confidence. And then I also added another word, which was ease. Did I embody these at all times? No, definitely not. Sometimes, maybe. But I am glad I actually chose self-confidence because it made me look carefully at that and see where I needed to do some work on myself. And it's something I've been focusing on this year. And now that we're in December, I think I'm actually seeing some progress with this. So yeah, if you give yourself a year, it will take a year. But yeah, I'm glad that this was my word for the year. Self-confidence and ease, yeah. So the ease part, I think I did pretty well with actually, considering that, you know, all of the things that happened, we've moved out, we moved apartments this year again, um, being shipped around, having to live in certain places we, without our possessions, all sorts of things happened. And I think I came through it pretty well. And we're actually going through a move at this very moment and it's going really well. I'm just letting it happen because yeah, I know that, that it, that's how it, that's how it works. <laughs> so I can't believe that I'm actually launching this it's called pod launch with Jane which is my podcasting um, launching help service um, I can't believe I'm launching this at the same time that I'm actually moving countries but something I have learned through all this back and forward between countries and you know this is not the first time I've moved countries several times now something I have learned is whether you want it to happen or not Something like moving countries or, you know, moving house is going to happen. Yeah, it's going to get done somehow because it just will. But whether you, your thing that you want to work on, whether that's writing a book, starting a podcast, it might be you want to run 5K for the first time or maybe you want to declutter your house or, you know, learn Spanish or something, that is potentially not going to happen. But if you do something to make it a priority then that can happen alongside with this other big thing that's that's going to happen anyway so what i actually did to help get this um pod launch formalized into a website and an offer and all these things was i got some outer accountability for this in the form of working with the very talented laura marushima she runs her own uh, business called full circle consulting and she just told me everything that I needed to do and what the order would be, when I would need to have done certain things in order to get the launch happening today. I knew a lot of those things. You know, this is not the first time I've launched something. I knew I needed to do X, Y, and Z. Some other things I was like, oh, I haven't done that before. Yes, I, that's a good idea. So that was really awesome. And, but what was really useful was having someone else doing the thinking, yeah? Because we do not have the bandwidth we think we have uh, to think of all these, to keep all these balls in the air. And heard there's some sort of idea around how exactly how many balls you can have <laughs> before um, you know you have to drop some of them. And so you have to figure out which balls are plastic ones and will bounce, or it doesn't really matter, and which ones are glass and are going to shatter and it's going to be a bit of a problem farming out the thinking process and the, the planning process, delegating that to Laura. And yeah, she told me what to do, when to do it, gave me this list with 
due dates, then I just put that into my uh, planning system, which I use, which is called Asana. You may have, you may be using that, or you may be looking for a planning system that helps you keep on track. And so I just put it all in there with the due dates on it. And then I just started doing the things that were in my list and checking them off. And having her in the background saying, oh, how's it going? Have you got this done yet? I think you're supposed to have finished this by now. Where are you at? Then she would take a look at things I've written and just say, oh, you've forgotten this, or this is really nice, I like that. That was so, so helpful to get this done with having this move happening as well. I'm really, really pleased with how that's gone. Yeah, having that, that backup, that help, that outer expectation can really help you to get those things done, you know, even though maybe you have a lot on your plate already. But it's about priorities, right? What is your priority? Is my priority to ignore what I really want to do? No, maybe you want to make it more of a priority, then we have to do something special, perhaps to help with that. But it doesn't have to be difficult. It can be just as simple as hiring someone to, to help you with that. Yeah, and there's people that can do that, like Laura, like me. So coming back to our looking back over 2020, I'd love you to take a moment to have a look through your calendar or your planner, look through the photos on your phone and see what you did actually achieve. So your phone photos is, as long as you're not one of those people who like really culls photos down to the absolute minimum constantly. Yeah, go through your phone and see where you went. Who did you meet? What did you eat? <laughs> There's probably some photos in there of it, right? No, I mean, not all of us photograph our food, but if you've lived in Japan long enough, you probably do that. Yeah, that's a great way to check, check up and see what you did actually do. Who did you meet? Where did you go? What did you see? What was important to you during the year? And it's definitely, definitely more than you think. If you're just thinking now, I did nothing this year. Well, that's very easy to think that. But if you go back and look through your planner, then you will realize that it's actually not true. Um, it would give you a very, very different perspective on 2020 because our brains will very easily fixate on negative things. And we can't even remember, you know, like some of us are struggling to remember what we had for dinner last night. How are we supposed to remember all the things that happened in a year? Make some time to go through your planner, make a list of, you know, of your top things from 2020. And hopefully you can hit 20 top things from 2020. <laughs> that would be really, really awesome. So I did this recently in my um, Sayonara 2020 online event, which I had held the other day with some lovely ladies back in Japan. And everyone commented that making time to do this really helped them to see that this year wasn't as bad as they thought. They'd overcome a lot of things and then actually achieved quite a lot. If you can join some kind of event, an online event like this, it's really helpful because it makes you make the time to do it. And you're likely to get less distracted or interrupted and you'll actually create this sort of space to do it. And that, that is really, really nice. So. I, if there is some event like that you can join, definitely go and do that. Um, if Joe's running her workshop again this year, I recommend that. It's usually um, at a good time sort of in the evening for people in Europe, so it can be tricky for people in other places, but you never know. Just two things you can do to help re review the year for 2020. And it only needs to take 10 minutes, so it's not unachievable. Go and do that and give yourself the gift of knowing that 2020 potentially wasn't as bad as, 
as perhaps you're thinking right now that it was. And let's really focus on those good things and be grateful for the good things that did happen this year. So that is all from me for today. I hope you will go and do those reviews. If you are interested in launching your own podcast, or maybe you're not quite ready yet, but you would like to know more, just hop over to my webpage. It's janenakata.com slash podcast consulting and have a look at that. And if you have questions, just pop over to Instagram, say hi, or send me a message through the contact form on my site. I would love to hear from you. So this is my last episode, as I said, for the year that I'm recording live, not live, but you know, <laughs> in a timely fashion. But definitely tune in next week and every week until about mid-January when I will be back again. And also, if you'd like to follow what's happening with our move back to Japan, you can follow me over on Transformations with Jane on Instagram, and I'll be posting our progress as we move, as we fly back to Japan and try and get through immigration and all those fun things and go through our self-quarantine. Yeah, definitely follow that over there on Instagram and yeah, see what we're getting up to. I'd love to hear from you. And thank you so much for listening this year. And I hope to see you again in 2021. Have a good, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bye-bye.